Welcome to the Michelleness Project. This is a conversation about fitness, mindfulness, happiness, healthiness, and all the other Nesses we'll encounter along the way. I'm Michelle Mason, a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I'll be your host along this journey. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today. This week in full transparency has been insanely busy just with end of the year kids stuff and being really busy with clients, all good stuff, but I'm hopping on here today to hold my promise to you guys and to, you know, keep being consistent here and putting information out there, Um, but it is going to be a little bit on the shorter side today couple of housekeeping things before we get into the meat of today's episode. I wanted to say thank you for your feedback so far. I really, really appreciate it. Um, several of you commented on my question last week about how you feel about cursing in podcasts. And the overwhelming majority of you said, fuck yes to cursing and being authentic. So I appreciate that. I will try to, you know, keep it to a minimum just in case you are listening around your kids or I'll try to, you know, give you an explicit warning in the show notes. Um, but yeah, so it was good to get that feedback because sometimes, you know, it just comes out, especially when it's something that I'm like talking that I'm passionate about. I have a hard time reining it in. So I wanted to get your feedback there. Um, I also wanted to say that one of the topics that I want to discuss in the coming weeks now that summer is upon us, I've been getting more questions about things like self-confidence, especially when it comes to wearing swimsuits and body image issues, as well as how to handle things like staying on track with food and training while you're traveling and things like that. So if you have questions specific to those topics, things that you'd like me to address, please let me know. um, Because again, I will be covering that in one of the next couple of episodes. Okay, so today's episode is all about how to make this weekend different from all those other weekends. I know that for myself included here, um, and many of my clients, this is an area where people really, really struggle. So let me paint the picture for you. Monday through Friday, you've got your routine locked down. You wake up at the same time. You do pretty much the same routine every morning, you know, from when you have your first cup of coffee to brushing your teeth, getting ready, getting the kids off to school, or when you settle down to your computer to get work done or walking the dog, what have you. You settle into the rhythm of the day, you finish work, you train, you make dinner, you watch Netflix, you go to bed. And it's pretty easy to stick to a routine Monday through Friday because you know exactly what's expected of you. And then Friday rolls around and then suddenly with that first little hint of freedom or even like this sense of upcoming panic because you have nothing on your schedule, it's almost like we don't know what to do with that. And so we tend to go off the rails, whether that's, you know, eating too much because we decide that we're going to say screw it and order takeout that night instead of eating something at home, or we decide to grab beers with the guys at, you know, on Saturday watching sports, and then we go out to dinner with friends on Saturday night. And then we just kind of fall into this cycle of repetition where 
And then we feel guilty on Sunday and then the whole week starts over again. If that sounds familiar to you, just know that you are not alone. Maybe even it doesn't get that far off the rails, but maybe it's just that you feel a little bit out of control and don't necessarily know how to handle things. Like if Monday through Friday is pretty locked in and let's say you never eat at a restaurant during the week, but then on the weekends, you know, you have friends who want to meet up at restaurants or bars or what have you, you're just not really quite sure how to handle those things. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how to make this weekend different. Are you ready for it? It's going to be so simple. It's going to hurt. (laughs) What gets planned gets prioritized. So I'll say that again. What gets planned gets prioritized. I know that is so simple that it like physically hurts because it's like one of those duh things, right? Like we all know this, but yet we seem to fall into this trap every single weekend. So here's something that I have personally had to fight really, really hard to work through, and maybe this resonates with you as well. I am a food prepper, a food planner. We've talked about this. I'm not fancy. I eat a lot of the same meals. Uh, I keep it very, very simple. You know, I tend to cook in bulk like when I'm making anything, like I'll throw a bunch of sweet potatoes in the Instant Pot while I'm making rice, while I'm hard-boiling eggs cooking veggies in the oven, you know, making some ground protein of sorts on the stovetop and I'm cooking all this stuff at once and I'm going to like repurpose it and eat it in a couple different ways throughout the week. We do this every week yet without fail, my husband and I are looking at each other on Friday like, what do you want to eat tonight? And I cannot tell you, like, again, it just is like, it's painful how long it's taken me (laughs) to get to the point where I Also, prepare enough food for Friday and Saturday. It's like a light bulb moment when you realize, like, that's it. That's all you have to do to start to make this weekend different. Now, I recognize that that is not the most exciting thing I can tell you, and a lot of you are going to revolt against that, especially if you don't want to, you know, prepare food in advance. But that's okay because you don't have to. Remember, we're always going to come back to this one. You can always have something at the ready for you. You can grab something on your way home from work at the grocery store, like a rotisserie chicken, to-go sushi. You can even grab something from a restaurant. But here's the key. If you plan for it in advance, it's going to work and help you still feel more in control. So if you plan in advance what you're going to order, you can kind of reverse engineer the rest of your day around it. So you don't have to cook. I highly recommend it because obviously like for health purposes, the more you can eat at home, the better, the more that you're controlling the elements like the salt, the fat, uh, the quality of the oils you're using and things like that. But you know, even if you get to that point where you're like, I know when Friday rolls around, I'm not going to want to cook. Or let's say something happened and you thought you had enough for the weekend, but you ran out. There are going to be times when you need to pick something up. And in those cases, you know, if you are, let's say you're somebody who's logging your food, if you're doing all of this in advance, it's going to take so much of that guesswork out of it. And you're not going to be looking at each other and, you know, thinking like, what are you going to have? I don't care. What do you want to have? I don't care. And then worrying about if it fits into your, you know, caloric budget for the day, or if it fits into your plan of how you want to feel 
when you wake up on Saturday. We talked a little bit about that last week, the short-term discomfort in order to feel proud of yourself long-term. So maybe you really want the pizza on Friday night, but you know you've got an early workout on Saturday morning and you'll feel like crap if you eat it. So if you plan in advance to, or, you know, what you're going to order, like let's say you know you're going to pick up a salad and, you know, chicken from this restaurant instead, it might not be the choice that you want to make in that moment, but come Saturday, you're going to feel so much more comfortable and proud of yourself for having made that decision. So again, what gets planned gets prioritized. If your health and fitness and staying on track and being consistent with your goals is important to you, this needs to be addressed. Nobody got anywhere being consistent four or five days a week and then incredibly inconsistent two to three days a week. It's just not possible. Maybe, you know, if you are just starting off on your journey or, you know, you've got hundreds of pounds to lose or, you know, you've got youth on your side and genetics, what have you, you might have some wiggle room here, but nine times out of 10, you're not going to go anywhere any closer to your goals if you're not being consistent at least six days a week minimum. Okay. Um, that's just the cold, hard facts here. And it doesn't mean that you can't have fun. It just means that what you're prioritizing is your health above other things right now. And, you know, you're not going to be on a diet forever. You're not going to be trying to lose weight forever. You know, ideally you're going to get in and out and take diet breaks and things like that when you have a bit more flexibility Um, but if this is your goal right now, it needs to be prioritized. Okay. And I also just think that mentally it can be really defeating and deflating when you say you're going to do one thing and then the weekend rolls around and you just don't for whatever reason. Right. Um, again, I know how frustrating this trap can be. And I know, especially when you're tired and you know, uh, you've had a week full of making decisions, our willpower is depleted as we get tired and, When we have that lack of structure, it can just be all the wheels falling off. So that's one way to kind of address that to keep it from happening. Okay, so I want to go through a couple of different scenarios that you may find come up on the weekends in particular. Of course, these can be applied whenever they come up, but in general, I tend to find that most people struggle with these things on the weekends. So the first one is if you have plans to go out to dinner. So let's say, you know, you're meeting up with friends for a birthday party at a restaurant or, you know, getting together for a group outing and the plan is to go out to dinner. The easiest way to keep this very stress-free but stay on track here is to plan the rest of your day accordingly around that meal out. So you already know that anytime you go to a restaurant, you're going to have, you know, a higher calorie, probably a higher fat, higher carb meal. It's just the nature, whether you're going out for pasta or, you know, um, a steakhouse or, you know, Mexican food, whatever. That's generally going to be the case. And so your best bet is to go ahead and save yourself some wiggle room there so that you can have a little bit more fun. I'll tell people, prioritize protein, water, veggies, Earlier in the day, you definitely want to make sure that you're eating enough to fill you up and so you don't go into this dinner hangry and just eat everything in sight. 
but you want to be strategic about it. So you want to eat, it's going to tend to be lower fat protein options that are going to fill you up. Some movement is also going to make you feel better. So if you can get in a workout that day, whether you're doing strength training or if you, you know, go out for a walk or a hike, like whatever your normal Saturday training routine is sticking to that, that's going to make you feel that much better. And then just like I said with, you know, even if you're going to be at home, if you plan for this meal in advance, it's really not as stressful. So if you know where you're going, you know, of course you can try to look up the menu ahead of time online and you can try to reverse engineer your day by logging what you think you want to have first and then kind of plugging in the rest of the day around that to make it work. You can also set some boundaries for yourself. Um, so if even if you don't track your food or you don't want to track, totally okay, but then set some expectations and boundaries of yourself in advance. Because again, keep in mind that your willpower gets depleted in social situations as well, especially if alcohol is involved. I'm sure we've all had that happen to us where we say, I'm just going to go out and have one drink and then one drink leads to two or three, which leads to the chip basket, which leads to the dessert too, and then you're raiding your cabinet when you get home. So have a plan that you stick to in advance, and especially if you're writing it down or logging it, it's going to be easier to stick to because it's kind of putting it out there. Um, The other good strategy is tell somebody in advance, you know, tell hopefully whoever you're with is supportive of your goals. And so maybe you just say, hey, I'm really looking forward to tonight's dinner. I only plan on having two glasses of wine because I really want to wake up Sunday and get my workout in. So you know, hold me to it. And you can say it in a joking way. It doesn't have to be that you're judging them. It's just letting you know, them know, you know, that you want some external accountability as well. Um, And maybe they won't even hold you to it, but it's just the very fact that you're saying it out loud can help. And even if you don't feel comfortable doing that for any number of reasons, which I totally understand, again, if you kind of set those expectations of yourself in advance, like I will have two drinks, I will skip the appetizers so that I can enjoy a dessert. You know, you kind of um, have that those parameters set in place in advance, and it makes it easier when it's actually time to make that decision. All right, so let's say another scenario is that you have no plans, and this is like I think the scariest for people. You've got a whole weekend looming ahead of you. And again, you've had all this structure all week and now you've got nothing on your plate. And like the little kid in you wants to have like that Kevin and Home Alone moment where you're just like with the ice cream and the Cheetos and the pizza and just, you know, going to town. And especially if you're struggling with any sort of emotional eating where like, you know, you're processing feelings of feeling lonely or bored or scared or just unsure of like what to do with all this time. This one can be really hard. But I'm going to go back to what I said earlier, and I'm just going to encourage you to log it in advance and try to look at this situation as a gift, because there's going to be a lot of times when you do have unexpected things that come up. So if you can kind of reframe that and look as look at a weekend with no plans as an opportunity to just treat it like a normal day, that's really the best thing you can do. So if you have no plans... Maybe you haven't had enough food prepped, but on Friday night, you can spend an hour in the kitchen, you know, cooking up some food for the weekend and you don't have to be rigid about it. You can have fun. Maybe you have a beer or a glass of wine, put on some music while you do this. It makes it more fun and more quote unquote special, but, um, you know, you are still preparing and you're still kind of staying within the framework that you're setting up for yourself. 
you know, if you have no plans, maybe you hit the gym both days. Maybe you only train once a week on the weekend, but if you've got time this weekend, you know, look for something else active you can do, whether you hit the gym another day, or maybe you go on a hike or something else, but you know, look for those little pockets of time and look for a way that you can fill it that will serve you well, that will make you on Monday proud of you and your choices, not to let yourself get unraveled by everything in between. You know, if you have a little bit more time, maybe you do look on Pinterest or, you know, look up a recipe that you've been wanting to try and you have the like brain space to do it as opposed to Monday through Friday when you're, you know, heating up chicken nuggets. Um, so that would be my suggestion for that. And again, just trying to keep it as close to a normal routine as possible, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, and just fitting in those like little pockets of self-care where you can when it comes to preparing. All right. And then finally, I want to talk about the days and the times when you find yourself out and about running errands on a Saturday or Sunday and you find yourself suddenly hangry. (laughs) This is another really, really hard one for people because, you know, it's hard to think of like what you in five hours is going to feel like, especially if like you have a bigger breakfast on Saturday before you go out. And then all of a sudden you find yourself out and you're out for a couple hours longer than you expected to be. You find yourself ravenous and then you're hitting the drive through or grabbing a snack or something less healthy that doesn't fit in with your plan. Let's say that you know that you have plans to eat out on Saturday night at a restaurant. And so you've purposely tried to keep things light, but then you're out and you're like hangry and ready to bite your arm off. What do you do? So maybe this is the mom and me coming out, but I really think that the best way to be prepared is to always have snacks in your purse, your bag, your fanny pack, your car, whatever. I never leave my house without a snack. These can be as simple or as complicated as you make it. Um, I have a lot of people who love like those little baby food pouches, which sounds ridiculous, but uh, you know, they do have like fruits and veggies in there. Um, and they hold up really well. You know, I'm just going to give you some examples of things that hold up really well. So like those pouches or like the squeezy applesauces, um, beef jerky, Epic bars, RX bars, Lara bars. Um, I love perfect bars. I do think that as we get into the summer, those don't hold up quite as well once they're not in the refrigerator for a while. Hard boiled eggs, again, maybe not holding up so well in the summer, but another good option for something that, you know, you can have that's more filling, that's going to keep you from going overboard elsewhere, right? Uh, Even keeping like a container of protein powder in your car that you can throw in with a bottle of water. Thinking of just a couple of emergency items you can keep on hand. So I think that one of the biggest things is that people think that if they eat now, it's just going to add overall, and then they're going to end up eating that much more, like they're not going to be able to stop. But In reality, most of the time, that's not true because if you can, you know, eat something that's going to satisfy you a little bit, it's going to help to replenish those willpower reserves and then it's going to set you up to be in a better mindset the next time that you do eat. It's going to prevent that, like, I'm going to eat everything in sight, a la Kevin and Home Alone, like we just talked about. All right, so we're going to wrap it up there for today. I hope that this gives you some good ideas. And as always, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your strategies, what your struggles are with the weekends in particular, and let's chat about them. I know that we talked a lot today about nutrition. 
Um, and you know, when it comes to training, there are definitely like weekend struggles as well. So if you have specific questions about that, uh, let me know that as well. All right. And then finally, I just want to say a really, really quick thank you. I just am enjoying doing this so much and I'm so, so grateful that you guys seem to be enjoying it so far as well. I truly appreciate your feedback. Um, you know, when I started remote coaching and, and working exclusively with people online, I didn't know how this was going to go. Anytime you kind of pivot your career and go in a different direction, uh, you know, it takes some time and there's some growing pains, but I'm happy to say that for the first time since I started, I am completely full, uh, in terms of nutrition clients and clients that I am training online. So I just want to say a huge heartfelt thank you to all you guys. I've met a few new people since starting this project and I am just so, so grateful to have your trust in me and I cannot thank you enough. Um, if you are interested in coaching, working together at some point and you have not reached out to me yet, please don't hesitate to send me an email. Put yourself on my waiting list for both training and nutrition and you know, hopefully we can work together soon. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for joining me for this podcast. It means the world to me to have you here. And I hope that you found this helpful. If you have a question that you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can submit a question to me directly at my website, michellegmason.com, or email me at michellegmason at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at michellegmason, or request to join my private Facebook group, Michelle Mason Strong Squad. Until next time, be well.